Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. I'm not a crusty crab. Uh, what is up, everybody? Welcome to the Hard Rock Lunchbox and, of course, the Top 20. It is a simply spectacular uh, winter solstice. is December 21st, 2023. We're running out of the year. We're almost done. <laughs> Might think we'd be stuck in this year forever, but... We are almost so goddamn done. I think there's one... Let me see. Let me check the calendar. There is exactly one more Hard Rock Lunchbox left in the year. Let me see if I can fix this screen here so I don't keep slammering on all over the place. There we go. Yeah, we had one of those really rare earthquakes. Yeah, let me uh, let me get rid of these notifications that pop up only during the show because uh, that's super important. I want to apologize for my latitude. Uh... Um, let me see. Uh, let me just double check. Am I am I transmitting? Let me see. Let me see. So we've been here before. Check with the chat. Uh, yeah. Okay. The chat is filling out, making sure. Can't see if I'm transmitting or not. Let me refresh this page. Isn't this so much fun when you got to rely on technology to completely ruin your day when you're fully capable of doing it yourself? I know. I, I know I am. All right. I think we're on. What is it? If I'm transmitting or not. Yeah. I was able to hear some of the replays. I'm transmitting as F. Oh, I'm heard. I am heard. <laughs> I shall continue on with the show, shall we? Yes. Yay. So yes, I want to apologize for my latitude. Uh, it's it's a very it's an old tale and a very common tale. I was uh, the whole setup I use here for the Hard Rock Launch Box is also the entire pre-production setup for Revel Nine and all things uh, that I do musically. And I um, was recording and filming a video for something that I can't tell you. So there's that. Uh, but I was doing it and. There are... I have it set up so streamlined at this point that there is literally one button that must... No, I, I lied. I lied already. Two buttons. Two buttons that must get pressed in order to switch back and forth between Rebel 9 and Hard Rock Lunchbox, which is pretty good. And it's funny, too, because I really don't even know what they do anymore. Like, anybody that knows me and, and like, knows how I handle my gear, like, I am a very much set-it-and-forget-it kind of person, which is very dangerous when anything ever goes wrong on stage, because I really... I don't even know how to fix it. Like, all those people that we know, all the other guitarists that we know and all these other bands that, like, completely futz with their stuff all the time, like, they know how to fix stuff if they need to. I'm not that guy. I don't know how to fix anything. I mean, I can figure it out, but I can't figure it out on the fly is the problem, so... Anyway, I have it set where I have, like, two buttons that I have to do. One is obvious. One is one of the monitors. I have to switch the inputs. Not phrasing? It's got to be a phrasing in there. But I have to switch the input 
because it just doesn't show this computer. It shows my Mac, which is uh, what I do all my pre-production on. This is not a Mac. This is Windows. So that one's obvious. I don't see anything, and it, or it doesn't look like the Hard Rock Lunchbox. Oh, yeah, i got to switch that. The other one is in my uh, multi-track. Um, what is it called? It's a... God, this thing is so old. It's a uh, control room matrix from Samsung, which basically lets me to put different inputs from different devices together and then select different outputs that it goes to. So that was what I did not do this time. Also, when I brought up Windows Explorer for whatever, or Internet Explorer, or Bing, or whatever the hell it is these days, all the tabs were there, but everything was completely blank. And I was like, well, that finally happened. We broke the Internet. We broke the Internet. We're doing a thing. Doing a thing. Uh, so, yeah, so that's why I was late. I was actually here kind of on time, uh, which is pretty surprising because uh, I didn't mean to do that with my eyes, but um, thank God for radio. I'm just, just running super late all the time, like all, all the time, and it just it's so goddamn annoying, and um, I was, I'm, I'm really kind of like concerned that I'm, I'm and I'm not, so like don't. Like, I'm really kind of concerned that I'm developing a very hardcore level or a very, very, very advanced level of uh, some sort of attention deficit disorder. Uh, probably like the ADHD level of stuff. I'd said I never had those problems, right? I used to be able to multitask and multifocus and, and all that other stuff just fine before I went on um, anti-anxiety and antidepressants, um, anti-anxiety meds and antidepressants. And then the lasting gift that I have from those, from that experience is that I have this really weird sort of ADD-ish sort of thing, which is, it's funny because you hear like reference with children like all the time and you know, it makes sense like kids that can't focus and kids that can't, you know, parents are like, I need a reason and like, it's probably not TikTok or all the sugar I give. Like sometimes the, the stuff I hear about like parents and, and their ADD and ADHD HD kids is just so laughable and in my incredibly advanced age and really honestly towards the end of my child rearing years now that oh by the way Charlotte uh, put in her application for Stony Brook which would make me like a complete legacy because that's three for three that would go to Stony Brook uh, I, I can't imagine there's any way she's not going to get in but like I, th- I think it's kind of a done deal but like it signals like I was saying to Jimmy the other day it kind of like signals this sort of end or maybe one of the ends of parenting. Like, you know when you see... You probably see this if you've ever driven out to, like, Riverhead or if you've ever driven down to, like, uh, Wildwood or Cape May, you see those signs, like, expressway ends in, like, you know, th- three miles or whatever. I feel like this is one of those. Like, the ex- my, my child-rearing expressway feels like it's going to end in a few miles, and I feel like I've had a couple of those signs. Um, but... Um, so right, so parents talking about and so right, so my my experience with kids and 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 ADD level things, some of it is just so funny because I'll hear parents like say like my kid can't focus, uh, my kid can't do this, you know, my kid can't concentrate and stuff like that, and like you ask them like three basic questions like how's their sleep, um, you know, what what do they what do they eat, you know, like what are they consuming, and then you know kind of like what other what other things are they doing like supplements or medications it's like i i have i have not met anybody i have not met anybody's kid that i could not pick out a add diagnosis based on just what their existence is because you know it's it's kind of laughable in in a lot of ways like these these are very like these are very real conditions that really do exist um some of them are, are natural, like they, they're naturally occurring. Like there's some um, 
some some sort of neurotransmitter problem and sometimes some sort of physical deficiency. I mean, I don't I don't know who's old enough to really remember when you actually had like kind of all natural kids with attention deficit disorders. Like we knew them, like we had them in school, but there was like three of them and everybody knew who exactly who they were. And now it's like everybody's basically got it, right? Like and every like everybody's got a touch, like you know, some everybody's always like on the spectrum, everyone's always got some sort of shade of attention deficit disorder and nobody really wants to kind of like look inside and see what could be causing these things and you know, I know I'm, I'm drawing the, drawing this out and I really don't need to <clears throat> but like the simple fact of the matter when most people tell me about like their kids um, you know and they're, they're having struggle they're struggling with attention and attention deficit generally speaking the very first thing you hear is that if they're younger they're on like sugared cereals or they're on like lunchables or some sort of processed foods or if they're older, they're drinking a lot of coffee and they're just not sleeping well enough. It's like, well, what exactly is it that you expect to come out of somebody that's like not sleeping enough and drinking coffee and tea all day? Like, it's a little hard to focus and it's a little hard to concentrate. I mean, most older adults will tell you they need caffeine to actually get out of bed in the morning. But I'll tell you, like, I know a surprising number of people that just don't drink coffee. You know, sometimes they don't even drink tea or whatever. Like... And they function just fine. Like, it's a drug like any other, and it ends up being a crutch like any other. And by the way, I'm very distracted by, like, my beard looks very good today. And I know you can't see that on the radio, so you'll have to watch next week. But what's funny about it is I'm thinking that it's just some sort of optical illusion, and it doesn't actually look as good as it looks. But it feels like I wasn't paying attention, and it came in, and it came in, like, kind of nice. And, like, I just want to take a moment to give myself a very rare self-compliment. So if I could just self-five for just one second... Good job, everybody. Oh, and I hit the microphone. Real pro. Real pro move. Anyway. So I do hope that, um, I don't know. I, I feel like if anybody's struggling with the ADD and ADHD, that uh, they kind of just look inside real fast instead of just running the medications. Because uh, Oh, that was the whole point. So I don't want to run any medications, but I am kind of looking inside. But my uh, what I was saying is, like, as an adult, to develop ADD, or any sort of attention deficit stuff, I have to tell you is just so unnerving and off-putting, right? Because I, I know what it is, right? Like I know there is a difference, and it's not like I don't understand, mom. I can't, con- I can't concentrate. You know, I'm playing all these video games and watching TikTok, and I just can't concentrate on anything else. Like I'm not that. Like I'm the only, the one thing I did besides basically get better is to, I took these medications that are designed to sort of rewire the way your brain works with its its neurotransmitters and like poof here's your parting gift which was an attention deficit so what I was saying and what started all this is I'm having a real struggle with my attention and I keep veering off of tasks you know and I'm not like I'm like I'm not on TikTok or social media or anything like that. Like, I'm actually on other tasks that need to get done, stuff like that. Like, But, like, there's... I'm having this, this struggle, this internal struggle because I have this problem that I've developed, but I also am in a situation where I am very far behind on pretty much everything in my entire existence. And um, I had coffee yesterday, uh, and on the ride back, I was... Not that I make any great insights, but a lot of times when I'm driving and I'm just sort of by myself, like it gives me time to think because I'm stuck at, you know, every single light on Route 110. Um, And it just sort of gave me pause because I was thinking, I do not 
I can I can vaguely remember a time, but I do not remember the last time where I was like asked to do something or wanted to do something or opted to do something where I literally had nothing else that that took away from. And I've been sort of dancing around this for years, like maybe like a solid decade, maybe even longer. But like like where I don't have like I don't have free time and I and I know that, but like I do. Like right there is some free time in there. But I realize that what what that free time is is that I'm classifying it as free time because it's not actually free time. When I was I'm going to say 18 or 19 years old, me and some friends of mine drove up to Connecticut. We drove up to PLR in Connecticut, which I think is in Hartford, simply to request the song because we could. We thought it'd be fun, really cool adventure, and so we did exactly that. That is somebody that has a lot of free time, or that is somebody that has any free time to do those things. And I realized as I was driving home yesterday that, like, I'm trying to, like, make some more space in my my existence for, like, you know, just grabbing coffee or whatever. Like, I'm trying to set up, uh, I want to grab, like, lunch with Wayman and, and, you know, like, over the holiday season. And it's, like, it's, like, next to impossible to find these spaces, like... I, like I have, I have two doctor's appointments this week uh, for my neck, and then one I had to go to my six-month urology for my kidney stones and stuff like that. Like, you know, I also work a full-time job and have like a full-time band and all that other stuff. So it's like it's very hard to like find spaces and stuff. But I but I realized that like even even the free time that I have now is coming at the cost of something else, and every single thing that I do these days is coming at the cost of three to 23 other things that have to get pushed aside. And I feel like I'm at a breaking point for those, for this kind of schedule. And I do not know how to fix it. And the only reason I'm bringing it up is because I cannot possibly be the only one that experiences these things. I don't know that, you know, if everyone experiences them all the time, like that, that's who knows. Uh, but I can't possibly be the only one that experiences life this way. And I just want to say, like, yep, you're not, a, you're not alone. It is incredibly difficult to exist in that state. Uh, it is incredibly detrimental to your own well-being, certainly to my own well-being, to constantly feel those things. Like, one of the biggest things that I've realized in 2023 is that since I started walking... Uh, I've been able to lose, you know, some weight and walking is not particularly a strenuous thing. Like, you know, the thing that I use approximates like steps and stuff. And it's like, yeah, if I'm going out for a particularly long time, I'll do like 6,000 steps or whatever, which translates to something. But I'm like, I'm not hauling logs or rocks or building fences. Right. So it's not really a weight loss sort of adventure. It's a it's a stress sort of adventure because. I physically and mentally can't do anything else while I'm out there walking. I can walk and I can listen to whatever podcast I opt to listen to. And I was realizing that that centering, that very close to a meditative state, has been the only thing that really kind of keeps me somewhat sane while all this other stuff is going on around me. Now, the irony of that, of course, is if I take an hour to go for a walk, I am now sacrificing an hour of getting other things done. So I'm just, you know, the problem is not going away. What I'm doing is I'm taking like a mini vacation from the problem. 
And I'm here to say that I really suggest that for anybody else that's going through things. But it is not a solution to that problem. It is just a very, very comfortable crutch, and I would just highly recommend it. I did not come in here to talk about that. I just wanted to tell you why I was late. <laughs> so we do have some light housekeeping here. Uh, the new Top 20 is out. Uh, it's a it's a banger. Uh, it's so funny. Like I was just I was saying to Jimmy um, recently that I was talking about promotion. Uh, we were just talking about like kind of promotion for bacon with my podcast, but also you know my incredible, amazingly lack of promotion for like the Hard Rock Lunchbox in the top twenty. Um, and I was saying that every week to bounce that thing out, I managed to get it out so it comes out on Thursday morning for you all to check out if you want. But every week, I also save the bumpers as a separate file. And every single week, I'm like, you know, on Thursday, I'm going to, like, put this on Instagram as a reel, and I'm going to promote the shit out of this show. And then every Thursday around noon 01, I'm like, "Mm, I'm late, and I didn't already do that thing that I said I was going to do. It's one of those things where you just cannot physically do something, and mentally you're like, why the hell not? Like, you can't post a reel, my guy? Like, I mean, there are three-year-olds that are becoming influencers, and that word makes me want to vomit in my own mouth. Three-year-olds that are just able to handle TikTok, and you can't post a reel? Like, the, the sheer fact of, of my, the, the pathetic nature of my existence sometimes when it comes to, like, things that I need to do is just bananas, like... Sometimes I, like, fantasize about... And not, like, in a weird way, but fantasize about, like, what what a retirement would actually look like. And you know what I've come up with? Like, this is the best... This is the best-case retirement scenario I can come up with. Because financially, I, I've already ruined it. Like, it's not... It's not going to be anything that I dreamed on or planned on. It just isn't. It's impossible. It's, it's, it's too late. Um, but, like, my, my new plan for retirement in, like, 20-something years... My, my goal is... Like, I'm going to go to the diner for breakfast as often as I can. Like, I'm thinking three times a week. Like, I want them to know my name. They'll be like, hey, you know, blah, blah, the paper, whatever. Two eggs and toast and some hash browns or home fries or whatever and be on my way. But the the bulk of my, of this retirement fantasy for me is um, me sitting around the house. And, and I probably wouldn't read a paper, but, you know, I might do some Sudoku. Like, Charlotte seems to like it, and I, I, I do like it from time to time. But at least I'll be doing, like, my Wordle and Worldle and stuff like that. But but the, the key to my, my, my retirement fantasy is looking around the house or looking around the car or thinking of something that uh, that needs to get done. Like, I need to replace the ice filter in the fridge or, you know, I should really replant that lavender or... I got to bring those lights in, or I should, you know, change the gas in the, the grill. Any of those things, anything of that level, of that of that insignificant magnitude, and just doing it, and just being able to do it. Because the reality is, where I'm at right now in my life, I can't even do something as simple as that. I actually have the registration for Corey's car, his the, um, Ford Explorer, that's still still in my name because there's really no reason to take it out. So his registration is due. It's gonna. It expires. You know, the first. I don't even know how we got here, but it expires. You know, on the thirty-first of the year. So we're basically, you know, in the last ten days of the year. And I put it up in the refrigerator like a month ago, and 
you know, he hasn't changed it. I don't even know that he knows how to change it. So I want to show him like exactly how to do it, like the scraper and all that other stuff. This is like a completely insignificant thing, right? But it's going to take like three minutes. But this is how much space it occupies because it hasn't gotten done yet. And I even told him yesterday when I saw him, like, we need to do this before the first because he parks train stations a lot when he goes into the city, and it's an instant ticket. It's just a guaranteed ticket. Right? That's they they look for that. If they're not scanning for inspections, they're looking for that. And it's just a freebie. So I was like, we have to do this. It's a I've spent more time thinking about doing this than actually doing this because I can't seem to get to it. And I think that is totally exacerbating my ADD life. Because every time I go to do something, I think about the other 10 things I really need to do. And some of them are quick. And some of them I can do from, like, my computer or if I'm driving. Like, oh, let me just go do this or whatever, you know. And it just takes all that shit adds up. And it's driving me absolutely bananas. And that, my friends, is why I was late today. I cannot believe what an absolute waste of time this show is sometimes. The whole thing, the Hard Rock Lunchbox, the Top 20, everything I have to say. But, man, I am still so grateful that you guys let me say it and have the space to say it. My versions of talk therapy in my life have saved my life over and over and over again. And all I can really hope is that some nugget of information that I spew forth from this ridiculous platform makes somebody else's life better. So... Some somebody else's life better. So what is the takeaway? Get out for a walk if you can. It's beautiful out today. It really looks very nice. Like I'm gonna try. I haven't walked in two days and I'm losing my mind for it because I've just had meetings and appointments and stuff like that. So I'm gonna get out as soon as this show is over and just walk around the neighborhood, find a stick, maybe just walk out to 110, get yelled at by people. I just you know whatever. I almost got hit the other day going to the walking to the chiropractor. I almost got hit three times because. As I keep telling my kids, nothing brings out the good in people and the incredibly bad driving skills like the birth of our one true Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, ever and ever. Amen. I add that other part. My house is incredibly unreligious. But you got to believe in something, right? <laughs> do you? I mean, I don't even... Do you, Jimmy? It's always yeah. a no! I think so. <laughs> All right, I've had enough. I've got a big show for you today. I've got some music. I've got actually more ridiculous music than normal because I just do. It's that kind of week. And, uh, yeah, man, we got other stuff. Uh, Bill turned 55, so I've got a 55 request in there. I even got a post-it dedicated to that, so I'll wait for him to show up. He's going to show up. Otherwise, we'll just play it for him anyway because that's the kind of people we are. But in the meantime, I know it's the Christmas season and it's Christmas spirit, and I also know I played this last last time, but I just don't give a shit, so I'm going to play it again. Christmas, which will I give to me? A partridge in a pear tree. On the second day of Christmas, which will I give to me? Two turtle doves, a partridge in a pear tree. On the third day of Christmas, which will I give to me? Three French hens, two turtle doves, a partridge in a pear tree. Christmas, what you love gave to me Four common birds, three French hens Two turtle doves, a partridge in a pear tree On the fifth day of Christmas, what you love gave to me Five golden rings 
update uh it's the lighting the beard actually doesn't look so good i moved the light i forgot this little circle light that i use i moved it overhead so i don't look like i'm uh you know one scene in the uh uh every breath you take video from the police uh and that's what it is but if i could just walk around with this little halo of a light like roughly right there in front of me the beard would look awesome here's some stan atlantic in the meantime hard rock lunch box okay so what's special about that particular song for me uh, and I don't know who this applies to. I really don't. <clears throat> this is such an old kind of thing. So, Wolves, uh, comma, Lower, which is what the name of that song is, is on the very first REM EP, before they were even signed to a major label, when they were still uh, based in Georgia. <clears throat> and the only reason I knew the song 
is because every summer, I know I've said over the years, every summer I used to go out to visit my father uh, at his house in Denver. And I would be there for like anywhere from like six to eight weeks. Uh, but I was left, you know, I was a latchkey kid there too. So I was like left alone to my own devices. But what they had there, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> Jesus, what they had there on Channel 12 was their public ass public access station is that and then keep in mind like i don't want to date myself but this is before you know mtv um probably just before mtv um was it or maybe it was before people had regular access to mtv but what they had on channel 12 is they had a program that would show up a couple of times a day called teletunes and it was videos. It was the precursor to MTV. I did not have it here at home in, uh, in New York, but I did have access to it there. And that's where I would find stuff like, you know, Scandal with, like, Patti Smythe and stuff. But, like, this I, I discovered because they played it. So I discovered this song at a very early age, and I was like, oh, my God, I love this song. And I remember even trying to tape it off the television. I could not figure out how to do that. Uh, but I, I remember, like, hearing it, and then I had to go home for a year, so I would not be able to hear it. It was not like you could just call radio stations, <clears throat> especially college radio stations. There was no online or anything like that. Man, I'm feeling really old telling this story. But anyway, that's the, the thing for that song. Like It's the first R.E.M. song I ever heard. I knew then that they were amazing, and I used to just watch it. I used to leave that channel on just in case they would show that video, and I was just so happy with like the advent of being able to buy that record <laughs> when I would get a little bit older. So it just happens to be one of my favorite R.E.M. songs of all time. Uh, Architects has a brand new song out. And don't worry, I got it for you right here. It's Seeing Red on the box. Hard Rock Lunch Box. So that was weird. I don't know why the end of that song does that. I'll have to look into that. But that's, uh, that's not your problem. It's barely even my problem. What do you think of that? <laughs> So I grabbed this song, I listened to it twice, and I was like, is this something we want for the box? But it's like, there's something really catchy to it, like, there's the, the a line, I think, in the chorus, it's like, you know, and I, I loved you to death, so now you're dead to me, and I was like, ooh, I like that. <laughs> Morbid and loving, I'm like, ooh, let's get more of that <laughs> so I'm not necessarily sure that this is going to be you know box worthy so it's a perfect perfect uh, you know recommendation for this week's does it box and I guess you guys can just let me know after the break the band is called Playa Royale Playa Play. I don't I don't know I don't even care the song's called Dead to Me let me know if you like it 99WNRR in the chat or uh, you know just just wait a little bit longer. Hard Rock Lunch Box. All right. So now I'll let that fish out. <clears throat> so now I, I don't know where Bill is, but it's okay. It's time for Mel's musical, barely musical moment. But because it's the week that it is, not only do I have her ridiculous request. I have two other ridiculous options, and we're going to play a little game I like to call, which one is Mel's actual ridiculous musical moment? I'm working on the title. <laughs> but really, this is all about you and your entertainment. I have three songs, each as ridiculous as the next. It's obvious to me which one is the actual musical moment, 
but maybe not so much for you. So let's play, shall we? Hard Rock Lunch Box. Well, happy birthday. Happy 55th birthday, wherever you happen to be, Bill. I'll save 55 for a little bit later on. And uh, feel free to guess which one was uh, Mel's Barely Musical Minute. On uh, 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 99WNRR.com, the chat is always insightful, uh, or at least sometimes insightful. Well, you know, one time they were insightful, and that's cool. <laughs> I was watching on the news the other day, there was a house in New Jersey that was completely on fire. I'd actually never seen a house so on fire, and the reason it was so on fire is because it had also just recently flooded in the area, and the local uh, firefighters couldn't even reach it with their hoses. But because the area was so flooded, the plan was to just just let the house burn to the ground because once it got to the ground it would basically be flooded and would kind of go out and i thought it was a real impressive sight to see if you want to check it out uh, i'm sure you could just google house burns down in new jersey and if you want to be more specific it was in lincoln park which led me here hard rock lunch box So in some uh, local scene music news, not that this is going to be too soon, but it is the soonest kind of news that I do sort of have. Uh, I did speak uh, to James from Pathmaker, and he is very interested in sending out his new single for everyone here on the box to listen to. I don't think it's going to be until early February, but do know that it's almost here, and that's awesome news. In the meantime... Regina Spector and my buddy Jack Deschel have a new song out. It's called We're Not Supposed to Be Lovers on a Tribute Record. It was very nice to hear this week. I hope you enjoy it right now. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Yeah, man, a little crowbot there. It is indeed the winter solstice, so everybody that celebrates stuff like Yule and the changing of the seasons, I want to wish you the absolute best I possibly can. For those of you who celebrate Hanukkah, I think that's over, so I hope you had a good one for Christmas and Kwanzaa. It's right up around the corner. See where I'm going with this? There's a whole lot of religions going on, a whole lot of things to celebrate, and a whole lot of ways to celebrate them. There is no war on Christmas here at the Hard Rock Lunchbox. It is what I celebrate, and I would like to wish everybody a very happy Christmas coming from me to them, not trying to lessen anything else, but I can also acknowledge that other things do exist and other things are important to other people. So when you see people talking about the war on Christmas or the war on white people or the war on this or the war on that, just try and figure out exactly who you're looking at, kind of where they're coming from, what they're saying, why they're saying it, and most importantly, how smart are they and what color are they is usually a big kind of thing you can kind of use to take away their ridiculousness and sort of look at them and smile and be like, must be wonderful to be that stupid. <laughs> you know, it's not stupid, this next song, but it's definitely not necessarily box-worthy, so forgive my transgression. Try and enjoy it anyway. I've got a heavy one on the other side. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Still rocking on the brand new Sum 41 record. Totally digging it. It's Landmines in the box. Hard Rock Lunch Now, I don't know exactly what an icky thump is, but I've either got one, gotta get one, or have one up next. I think it's probably this. Hard Rock Lunch Box. So as we get to the close of 2023, I want to run something by you guys. Everybody that's listening now, everybody that's in the chat right now. So I'm thinking about reworking the Hard Rock Lunch Box in the new year. Um... 
the show started out as a mix of regular song, like national level artists and a lot of local artists and stuff. And over time, we've kind of lost a lot of the local artists, mainly because there's not a lot of them producing a lot of quality material that fits on the Hard Rock Lunchbox. I know that sounds shitty, but it does happen to be true. Um, or at least is my experience currently. But I'm thinking about sort of revamping it again to give the Hard Rock Lunchbox something of a more local bent like it was originally supposed to have. So I've been tossing around like a couple of ideas, but I think what I've come up with, and I'm curious what other people think, is I think I'm going to start running the show so that the first hour is unsigned and undersigned bands only. Um, I don't know exactly how that's going to play out, but at least it gives us the option an opportunity to play like our favorite, you know, national bands that we like their new music of, and it really shouldn't be much of a hampering because I do play a lot of local stuff anyway. I just I'm looking for a little bit more of the focus on it, and I might even uh, have that combined with a really aggressive new campaign of getting in more music from uh, local area bands with an actual submission process so that I I have the rights to play it and stuff like that. So if anybody has any thoughts, like you know for that or against that or whatever like i would love to hear them but i am really looking to just build up the box to be something a little bit different than other other than just me talking and playing songs that people can just go hear on spotify i really do like the aspect of bringing new music both national and local uh to to everybody's ears so they can find something that they enjoy but i think it might be more prudent and might even do better for our local scene if we really all together like focus in on the music that's around us and not necessarily the ones that are already getting the boost from uh, national play and stuff like that. So if you have any thoughts, hit me up, hardrocklunchbox at gmail.com or in the chat or the various other ways you know how to reach me. And in the meantime, here's an old school, really local band that you, uh, we just, there really was nothing like them ever. Hard Rock Lunch Box. It's time for Bill's birthday song, everybody. Sing along. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Yeah, man, we are at the end of yet another Hard Rock Lunch Box. I know I cannot believe it either, but yet here we are. So, listen, it's the last box before Christmas. I want to wish everybody that celebrates a very, very happy and a very, very Merry Christmas. I can't think of any other way to get out of this episode in one piece without playing our weekly Craving the Week that also happens to be a Christmas song, too. We started with Christmas, we're going to end with Christmas, and then next week we'll just figure out what we're going to do from there. Everybody have a lovely, happy, and healthy holiday, whatever it is you celebrate. I'll see you and hear you. Wait. I will do neither of those things. You will hear me and see me before the new year, and we'll just figure out what we're going to do in 24. But in the meantime, have yourself a great day. Have yourself a great weekend. And thanks for being a part of everything we do here on The Box. I really appreciate you and appreciate that you can spend your days here. So let's dance ourselves on out, and I'll see you next week on The Box. Hard Rock. Lunch box.